boxed, ready for Saturday morning's Greyhound Racing Wrap. Across Victoria, RSN 927 is talking greyhounds. Here's Simone Fisher. Good morning to you on this Saturday morning, the 27th of April. The month certainly has flown by. On this week's show, I'll be chatting to GRV's rehoming manager, Sean Stanton, ahead of tomorrow's National Adoption Day. Also, Warrnambool Club manager, Craig Monagatti, about the Warrnambool Cup next Wednesday night. And legendary trainer, Norma Cullick, about his chances in the Warrnambool Cup. What's making news around the kennels? The biggest news in the greyhound world this weekend is that of the National Greyhound Adoption Day tomorrow, which will be held around the country at various locations. The huge event will take place at the Meadows here in Victoria, and we really can't thank Todd McKenney, the National Ambassador for Greyhound Adoption, enough because of his advocacy um, and also his heartfelt passion for greyhounds as pets. He really does genuinely speak from the heart when he talks about his greyhounds. So I'm looking forward to having Todd, the ambassador for this weekend and more shortly with Sean. Six Warrnambool Cup heats were run on Wednesday night with an outstanding field of speed assembled for Wednesday night's final. Corey Grenfell will be hoping that Orson Allen gets a good run from box eight. As given that he has already won the Cranbourne and Horsham Cups, he is effectively running for $97,000 with the $50,000 Country Cups bonus should he win a third. We'll have more shortly with Craig. The Bendigo Gold Rush Carnival concluded on Sunday. The final of the $10,000 Maiden Series was won by Zipping Magda for Ricky Coleman and there was plenty of good prize money for the other feature winners as well. After his unplaced run in the Association Cup last Saturday night, Tornado Tornado Tears looks like he will miss a speed star, but there was a very impressive 715-metre trial at Sandown on Wednesday by New South Wales chaser Mbai, who is headed to the Speed Star Series next weekend and no doubt the RSN Sandown Cup during May after he trialled 41.56 around the venue. The GOTBA held a super night at Sandown on Wednesday night, Anzac Day Eve, and from all accounts, the night in general was a resounding success, with Miriam for William McMahon taking out the Anzac Appeal Cup in 29 and 43. And finally, GRV are reintroducing Tier 3 races in early May. The age prize money meetings have been a bit of a contentious issue amongst trainers, but were introduced as a means to have as many dogs in the system racing due to the, the, the decline of the racing population after restrictions on breeding over the last couple of years. A recent meeting with various various industry consultants has uh, resulted in the Tier 3 being reintroduced from early May and a review, review will occur at the end of June. RSN 927's Talking Greyhounds with Simone Fisher. And like I've mentioned in the news, we have the Greyhound Adoption Day, the National Greyhound Adoption Day tomorrow uh, held across the country. And joining me now is GRV's rehoming manager, Sean Stanton. And Sean, um, this occurred last year and it's back, I'm sure, bigger and better this year. Yeah, well, we're hoping so. And and it's currently looking that way. It's... uh it took a few years to get the day off the ground and, and thankfully last year we had a, a really big national adoption day and, and we're hoping to have the same again tomorrow. So six states around Australia. I'm sure that there's um, been a lot of organising going into coordinating that six states can do it all on the same day. Um, but you've had the wonderful ambassador, Todd McKenney, helping you out along the way, haven't you? Yeah, he's been terrific, Todd. Uh, he jumped on board last year and 
we did some work with him going back a month or so ago in preparation for the event tomorrow, and, and uh, he's very passionate about the breed. He's got his two beautiful greyhounds, and uh, no doubt he'll be keeping a keen eye out on, on the uh, outcome tomorrow. I'm sure he will be. And the thing that I love about having Todd as the ambassador, Sean, is the fact that he actually is very genuine about this. Um, he knows firsthand what greyhounds are like as pets, having two himself. Nancy Hayes, and I can't quite remember the other name. Joey. I think it's Joey. Joey, right. Um, so he speaks from the heart. And um, I think when you've got such a you know, a, a following like Todd would have out in the broader public, um, to be able to speak passionately and genuinely, it really makes a difference. Yeah, certainly. I think that that was the key in attracting Todd to be the national ambassador. He does speak from the heart. Uh, he's got such a wide reach with with all his followers. He um, he did a, a piece recently. I think it was on the morning show, which was great, promoting not only the breed but the day. And um, hopefully, on the back of the great work that he's doing and the states, uh, tomorrow will be a huge day for for greyhounds in general. So we know Victoria, we've adopted, I'm not sure of the number now, but it would be probably getting up around 10,000, something like that. We know that we've been doing this for a long time, very successfully. The other states have been coming on board and they're developing their programs quite successfully as well. So uh, what do you expect like nationwide? Do we have a, a number, Sean, of what each state is expecting to adopt out? It's sort of hard, but obviously, like you touched on in the intro, we're, we're hoping to do more adoptions this year around than, than last year. Uh, last year, we did 212 nationally, which I thought was a, a terrific result. Mm. Uh, and the plan is that come tomorrow, we can build on that. But I think it's it's a great day. It allows all the GAP programs Australia-wide to, to not only promote the breed and rehoming. And, and we understand that there will be a percentage of people that will come out to the meadows tomorrow who may not adopt tomorrow, but they want to learn more about the breed. And then you hope over the coming days, weeks or months that they'll then um, come and adopt through, whether it be through our program or, or another Greyhound rehoming group. That's exactly right. And there's um, you know a lot of myths that still need to be dispelled. And to get along to the day, uh, just to even have a look and think, is this breed actually right for me? Because we always see these beautiful photos, don't we, Sean, of um, greyhounds lounging around on couches and you know just chilling out. But for someone adopting for the first time and adopting the breed, it can be quite overwhelming because um, you know there is always a little bit of a settling in period. And I guess to be able to go along and speak to people firsthand um, and really weigh it up whether the greyhound is the right dog for you now or down the track is um, such an added bonus. You're spot on. Like you and I have been involved in greyhound racing for many years now and we, we know and understand the breed but there's a lot of people out there that don't. So they'll come along tomorrow and I guess one of the key parts of tomorrow and the day is only possible through the support we get from our volunteers and we'll have a lot of volunteers on hand tomorrow who I would say 99% of them have their own pet greyhound at home and mm. they can speak about the breed to the, the, the wider wider audience and the, the community there tomorrow and, and essentially pass on the, the good words of, about greyhounds that they are a beautiful nature breed um, and there's obviously um, here in Victoria we're doing terrific work at the moment but there's plenty of greyhounds that are, are looking for homes and hopefully as a result of tomorrow that um, we can find these greyhounds homes. Our adoption days here have been very, very successful, um, you know, getting 70, 80 dogs adopted out on a particular day. Um, do you know how many are up for adoption here in Victoria, Sean? Yeah, the plan is to have 80 out there tomorrow. Right. So we'll, um, we've, 
Adoptions will take place between 11 and 3. The dogs will be broken up into two sessions. Um, the first session will commence at around 11 o'clock and the second session will commence at around 1 o'clock. And they can obviously, people who are interested in coming can obviously jump on the website, have a look and then uh, take it from there. Is it a bit like the Boxing Day sales where they're <laughs> lining up at the gate thinking, I want that fawn dog there yeah. with the, the black around his eyes or the white and fawn or the blue one because they're always the most popular, the coloured ones. Um, and the poor black ones sort of sit there. But, um, you know, once you've had a black dog, I think people are pretty stuck on them as well. You're certainly right. I've uh, I've got two at the at the moment, um, and they're both black, and they're beautiful dogs. And I wouldn't uh, give them up for anything in the world. But uh, yeah, it, it can be a little bit uh, chaotic at times. But we're we're very clear to the people who who are coming along that um, they need to behave in an appropriate manner and and walk up to the dogs and not charge like the Boxing Day sale. <laughs> and uh, it can be a challenge at times, but. I think uh, the volunteers are very good at, at, at handling the dogs and I think the people are very respectful of the greyhound itself. So uh, hopefully tomorrow everyone that wants a greyhound will, will leave with one and it's really important for us that we make sure that the greyhound finds the right home and it's That's funny right. you should mention that. We, mm. we get a lot of people that will fall in love with a particular dog based on its colour or size but we're very clear that that dog has to be suited to that home. If mm. not, we um, we just won't re- rehome the dog to that, that particular home. And like they say at Seymour, every day is adoption day there. So if you don't find your perfect match tomorrow at the National Adoption Day, you can go up to Seymour at any time um, and have a look and really assess whether you know there is a greyhound there right for you at the time can't you it doesn't have to be tomorrow but um it's all very exciting i'm glad you mentioned that and you're spot on so we're we're open at seymour at our at our gap property there uh, monday through to saturday and we also have uh, a little adoption center down on the mornington peninsula at baxter um, we're there saturday and sunday so like you said adoption days pretty much every day at at seymour and and obviously over the weekend at baxter but yeah, tomorrow may not be for everyone, but obviously there are dogs coming into the program on a weekly basis and, and obviously if they don't feel comfortable or aren't ready to adopt tomorrow, then we suggest that they come up to either our, our Seymour facility or our Baxter facility and meet a greyhound and, and adopt one. Well, Sean, I know there's going to be uh, plenty going on tomorrow, so all the very best and let's hope we can get lots of new homes for these dogs. Yeah, thanks. So I just I just on a quick one. If anyone is interested in finding out more information, they can go to nationalgreyhoundadoptionday.com.au and that should give you all the information on all the states and where the events are being held. Thanks for joining us, Sean. Thanks, Simone. RSN 927's Talking Greyhounds with Simone Fisher. With the May Race Carnival about to commence at Warrnambool next week, I'm joined now by Craig Monagatti, Warrnambool Greyhound Racing Club's General Manager. Good morning, Craig. Morning, Simone. You all set for a big week next week? Yeah, we're pumped for a big week next week. I'm sure you are, and it's all kicking off this year on Monday night, isn't it? You're holding a race meeting before the horses get in on the Tuesday. Yeah, well, we're unofficially launching the May Carnival. <laughs> um, that's my take on it anyway, on Monday night. So, yeah, we're giving Monday night a go and we've had a great um, it's been well received by the trainers because we've had 137 nominations Wow and it's a 250 plus ranking full stakes meeting so um, yeah you must be doing something right already 
Yeah, yeah, no. I think the full stakes with the 250-plus ranking goes down well. It sure does. Uh, so you're getting in before the horses. Hopefully some of these people that come into the town over the weekend and even Monday, it will give them another outlet Monday night. Um, can they do a four-day carnival? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might be stretching the friendship of the four days, but we'll, we'll have a look and see how it goes. Um, yeah, it, like anything, your first night away, there's a lot of tourists come to town on that Monday, so it gives them an opportunity to get their punting week started. It sure does. Now, you must be absolutely wrapped with the cup field this year. I mean, every year it's good, but, gee, there's some speed this year, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. And, look, the majority of the field's pretty well matched, I think, as well, which is fantastic and should make for a great race. Sure, Will. You've got Anthony as a party. He's already won it before with Zambora Brocky. You've got the local greyhound, Crimson Vixen, and I will be catching up with Norma Culling a little bit later in the show, but um, some first-time owners in this greyhound. Yeah, yeah, it's owned by a local syndicate that have been lucky enough that it's their first greyhound and um, the dog's going from strength to strength. So, yeah, no, fantastic for them and they're thinking how easy is this? <laughs> I'm sure they are, and um, but they have had the highs and lows already, haven't they? And Norm will elaborate later that um, Crimson Vixen, you know, is on a drip after her Wentworth Park campaign. So um, we'll hear more about that. So they've experienced that things just, it's not that easy. Yeah, i that's right. Well, they're riding the wave at the moment, and there's a few ups and downs, but it's been more ups for them than it has been down so far, and they'll be hoping it's a big up on Wednesday night. I'm sure they will be. Um, then you've also got Corey Grenfell. He's aiming for the Country Cups treble, which will mean he gets an extra $50,000 um, on top of the 47000 first prize if Orson Allen takes it out. So there's some good stories coming out of this field. Yeah, absolutely, and look, Orson Allen's going to be hard to beat out of the eight. Um, it's going to get a good run from out there, you would think, so it, uh, it's probably the one to catch. Probably. If he begins um, as well as he can, he was the fastest qualifier in 24-93. Um, it was his first look at the track as well, but there were some real highlights, I thought, and some real standout runs. Um, was there a highlight for you in the heats or a couple? Uh, I think the highlight for me was how similar all the greyhounds that actually got through to the final were time-wise. Like, there's not much splitting, um, really all of them. Um, particularly the second dog through to about the sixth dog. There's mm. about point one between them all on times the other night, so it should be should be able to throw a blanket over the field at the end, I'd hope. You would hope so. Now, I've spoken to... Um I've spoken to all the trainers, Andrew Paraskevis, who has got I Got It. Now, I Got It ran 25.49, which was the slowest time, but ran a 6.53 early. But this greyhound has run a 21.81 over the 3.90 there, a genuine speed greyhound. So we can expect him to trim that PB of his um, time from last week as well. So it's going to be a very interesting race. Yeah, that's right. Look, I I Got It was actually really impressive the way it won. It wasn't necessarily its time. But the way it actually got to the post, um, mm. I thought it was very impressive. It was a, a tough win, um, yeah, going head to head with. I can't look, can't think off the top of my head, but it was yeah, not an easy win for I got it. But um, it wasn't an easy win for some of these other runners as well. And Lucy's Milo was one, Craig, that I really was really impressed from the run of this greyhound. Um, wasn't up near the lead early, but ran that 25.04 and has come up with the red again. So, um, look, I haven't settled on any numbers yet. I think it's too hard. But have you got any numbers or have you you've got a tip for the cup? Oh, look, I think being a wonderful person and having the local dog in Crimson, oh, local Greyhound, Greyhound in yeah. Crimson Vixen in, um, 
certainly where, where I'd like to see it come up from a local perspective. But who knows? And no matter what wins, it's going to be a deserved winner. Absolutely. And what else is planned for Cup Night, Craig? It's always a huge night down there at the Bull on the Wednesday night. Have you got um, a band and things happening again this year? Uh, we don't have a band as such. We're focusing on the Greyhounds being the, um, the key cup. talent. That's what we're about here in Warrnambool on Cup Night. Is actually about the Greyhounds itself. So we've got a few little side things going on. Um, we've got buses straight across on the race course as well to make it convenient for a Anyone who's been at the gallops during the day to get straight across and then there's buses straight back into town after the last as well. Sounds like it's going to be a fabulous night. All the very best and hope it goes well, Craig. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks, Simone. Thanks for having us. Racing Whiskey Ride came out okay. Showing great pace was Turbo Tony and shooting up on the inside was Crimson Vixen. Crimson Vixen, the leader, the local one for Norma Colour. Three lengths in front, Augie in second. Whiskey Ride was third. Then on the outside, Turbo Tony. Further back was Dinah Akil. Then came Aston Ninja at the tail. Zipping chase around the corner. Crimson Vixen in front. Whiskey Ride throwing down the challenge on the outside. Whiskey Ride moves up to hit the line. Whiskey Ride from Crimson Vixen. Then Dinah Akil. And joining me now is the trainer of Crimson Vixen, uh, that gallant second to Whiskey Riot. Good morning, Norm. How are you? Not bad, Simone. Yourself? Very cold up here. I know that much. <laughs> it's cold in <laughs> Melbourne this morning too, but Norm, um, plenty of great action at, on Wednesday night at Warrnambool with Crimson Vixen. And I guess um, on first looking at the, the heat, you sort of thought, oh, how did she get run down? But the backstory where you've had her on a drip since her Wentworth Park run and got her back to Wednesday night um, probably may have just been made her a run short. Yeah, she um, yeah she never pulled up too well after Sydney trip. She didn't travel that well and a bit of a hard run there. So so we uh, had to put her on the drip. She dehydrated a fair bit. We hadn't done much. To, well, you couldn't do much. It was only a couple of weeks before the heats of the cup. <coughs> but I don't know. She's pulled up all right after this run anyway. Oh, that's that's great to hear. Um, she's been an exciting chaser for you. She's only had the um, fourteen starts now, but. Eight wins and four placings. A locally trained greyhound. I know you're going to have the whole town behind you on Wednesday night. Yes, well, we've had a few phone calls already this <laughs> week, but I hope she can produce her best, and she'll be competitive. But very, very tough race, at Simone. You know, you've got, you know, the likes of uh, Diana Patty and those sort of dogs, even uh, for Lucy Milo. They're, they're, it's a very good field. You wouldn't. You wouldn't put together a better field anywhere, I don't think. Uh, no, well, when you look at Orson Allen, you've got Group 1 winners everywhere in this field, and you've got, um, I got it, recently won the Murray Bridge Cup, so um, it's probably a big thrill to be in it, Norm, but she's got the early pace, and um, now that she will have had that week off and, um, you know, she's had that run under her belt, if she can produce what she can early and get to the lead, she's probably going yeah. to be hard to run down. Yeah, well, that, that was the best time, actually, 20... They run 25 yeah. You know, and that's, that's probably been her, uh, her best she's gone around. But as you say, if you can lead, you're always a chance, aren't you? You are, like, but... La- yeah. Last week, was a Whiskey Riot was a very good run, you know. It got a bit of a check on the corner, and it still caught her on the line. It'll be a very hard dog to beat, I reckon. Well, she's broken 30 seconds at the Meadows as well, so she's no slouch, yeah. Norm. I think if she, I think if she led clearly, um, you know, she will give them something, something to chase. But I guess it's just, um, you know, has she yeah. had enough work under her belt since that Sydney no. episode? No, well, the run will do a good. Well, she, she has broke 30 at the Meadows, and I think she ran 29.40 or something at Sandown, so mm. she can get the distance. You know what I mean? Oh, she sure can. Now, you've got some first-time owners in the syndicate who own her as well, haven't you? I mean, it must be a big thrill for them. 
Oh, there's about, I reckon it brings about 40 in the game. Wow. <laughs> pretty heavy. Good drinkers and celebrate pretty heavy. No, they've had a, they've had a great... Uh, a great ride with her, and you know they're as pleased as punch. They couldn't be happier. Oh, I'm sure they. I'm sure they are. Let's hope that they just stay um, a little bit tidy before the cuff on Wednesday night. <laughs> oh, I think they will. They're pretty nervous, lot. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, now, yeah. now, Norm, you've um, trained many greyhounds over the years. I remember it was probably going back to about 1999 or 2000, and you trifected the Warnable Classic down there, but. Everyone will remember you for the greyhound that you trained bold trees to four Sandown Cups back in the 80s. Now, I know that's quite a while ago, but have your training methods changed much in that time? Um, are you doing a lot differently or the same with Crimson Vixen as you would have done with bold trees? No, no, just stick to the basics. You know, feed them well, work them hard and keep them warm. It's all you can do, isn't it? Oh, well... Uh that is all you can do, but um, obviously you're doing something right, and that plus, I guess, your experience and knowledge, Norm, um, to get Crimson Vixen racing how well she is at such a young age as well. She's got such a bright future ahead of her. Yeah, yeah, you've got to, well, all dogs are different, but uh, she seems to go better a bit fresh. You know, you can't overwork her, but uh, you've got to give her enough. But she, she does, uh, does fire up all right when you keep her fresh. Right, and did she pull up okay from Wednesday night? Is she, like, this week, do you do much with her? Do you keep her on the lead? Do you gallop her? Do you try uh, her? I'll just maybe give her a hand, slip and a bit of a swim down behind the boat, freshen her up, and, but she's pulled up very good. Oh. No, pulled up better than I, well, we were hoping she wouldn't. She has. She's pulled up good. Oh, that must give you some yeah. confidence going into the final. Well, we can do what we want to do this week. Like, before the heats, like, you know, you went, game would work it too hard to do much with the water diabetes she had mm. so so we can do a little bit more this week and hope for the best yeah well you'll have the whole town behind you i know craig monogatti at warnable there's very excited about having a local dog in the final and um i think he's secretly hoping the local gets up because i think the town will just explode so all the very best on wednesday night norm um let's hope crimson vixen gets up for you thanks a lot simone thank thanks very much it's the expert pick, Simone's Run of the Week. On the odds on favourite, came out well, land a length in front. Mayor Digby trying to go with a bit card at the moment. Black Kruger's up on the outside to be third. Then for the back came Jarrow Bale, a length and a half on the inside. Southern Ripple makes some ground. Then double tax a bit deep from Black Treasure. And sure to Excite coming round the corner. Speaking of Excite, it's Orson Allen. It's about seven, eight lengths in front. And Orson Allen coast to the post in the heat, wins by about seven. Uh, Black Kruger's got up for second, tight third, Jero Bale and double tax. Just off those, Mayor Digby then. For and that very fast time of 24 and 93 for Orson Allen, best of the night there. It was almost nine lengths in the end that he won by and he gets my run of the week. Last week's Dog to Follow Extra Speed ran second in the maiden file at Bent... Final, I should say, at Bendigo, although it did start favourite, so keep an eye out for extra speed. Dog to follow this week, I have two again. Uh, Glorious won in Best of the Night Wednesday at Sandown in 29.33 when she led all the way and has only had four starts this year out of its six-start career, so watch out for her when she next starts. Also, Webleck Jack, who had his second career start at the Meadows on Thursday, it was only his first race start there and recorded a 29.87 to win his maiden heat. He's in the maiden final next Saturday night and drawn box five. Certainly a greyhound to look out for as well. 
My best bet this week is race two, number three tonight at the Meadows, Ashwood, who ran a recent 29.98 there when he led all the way after a 5.04 first split. He's only had four starts, but has recorded two wins and a second and does look very talented. And plenty coming up this week with the Gap Adoption Day tomorrow, Warrnambool Cup Wednesday night and the Sandown Speed Star Series next Sunday. So until then, you keep those tails wagging. We'll be uploading the best of today's Talking Greyhounds to rsn.net.au.